Father God, I ask for your help. Father, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ, my Lord. And Lord Jesus, we receive everything that you have done. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you took our place on the cross. That there was a divine exchange made, Father God, that we receive fully. That everything that Jesus Christ did, Father God, we receive. And Lord Jesus, as we pray in your name, for you are the only way to our Father, we pray for all of your Holy Spirit. Father, thank you for Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, fill me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, overflow. Holy Spirit, you are in charge. Holy Spirit, I have no mind, I have no thoughts, I have nothing that's that's keeping you away from me. I am the beloved of God. I am thankful for Jesus, my Lord. I am thankful, Lord Jesus Christ, that you bore everything on the cross, that you went to hell so I didn't have to. I am thankful that I died with you when you laid down your spirit. I am thankful, Lord Jesus Christ, for your perfection, for everything you fulfilled, what you accomplished on that cross, Lord Jesus Christ is more than my mind can comprehend. And I am just so grateful that you made me one with the Father in your perfect life, in your death, and in our resurrection. I thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, that you carried every iniquity, every bit of shame, every bit of guilt, every perversity, my pride, my rebellion was took upon your body on that cross. And that, Father God, you exchanged all of my sin for all of Jesus' righteousness. I thank you so much, Father God, that there's nothing that I can do to deserve this other than to lay down my heart to open my mind completely for your Holy Spirit to have a temple that belongs completely to you, Father God. I will not step in the way. So, Father, I ask you to control my thoughts. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ, and I know, Holy Spirit, that as you fill me in overflow, that I will hold every thought captive that is not of you, Father. That I will not overthink this, for I know that is my pride. That, Father God, I confess to you that when my mind starts trying to reason, starts trying to figure things out, starts trying to doubt, that, Holy Spirit, I submit to you to take charge, to take control, to renew my mind in Jesus Christ. To renew my mind in my identity in Jesus. 
that I know that I am the righteousness of God because of what Jesus Christ did. I submit to you, Holy Spirit. Fill me, Holy Spirit. As I raise my hands towards the heavens, fill me, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, from the top of my head, as I lay my hand on the top of my head, Holy Spirit, fill me. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet, overflow. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I receive you fully, Lord Jesus. Everything you paid for, I thank you. Thank you, Father God, that you changed my heart. That you've renewed my mind to change my heart, Father. For the things that glorify you, Father God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you burn out anything that doesn't belong in your temple. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. I am a spirit. I have a soul. And I live in this body. Holy Spirit, this is your temple. I am not my own. Jesus Christ, you are my Lord and my Savior. And Father God, I am thankful that I worship you in spirit. I surrender everything, Father. Forgive me for trying to hold on. Forgive me of my mind, my thoughts, my emotions. Forgive me of this flesh. I know because I am in Christ Jesus, I am forgiven. And my identity is your beloved, is your righteousness. Because of your divine exchange you made on the cross. That Jesus took upon my fleshly identity. And when I died with Jesus to be born again in your spirit, Holy Spirit, thank you that this is my identity. I am the beloved of God. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. I am one with my heavenly Father. I am righteous for everything Jesus Christ did on the cross. Everything that Jesus Christ paid for belongs to me. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father, for you loved us first. And the only way we can love you back, Father, is to be filled with your Holy Spirit, covered by the blood of Jesus Christ our Lord. Believing and speaking your goodness and your mercy, Father, for you're the only one good. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Praise Jesus Christ. God bless you. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast and just coming together once again. Time has nothing to do with our Heavenly Father. He is the Alpha and the Omega. 
and glory be to God that technology is amazing for us as Christians we are grateful because we use technology to edify and glorify his kingdom and to spread the word in such a way that couldn't be done before so that's how we know we're going to be raptured soon the word is going out like never before by the grace of God I am called to reiterate the importance of Holy Spirit beloved I cannot stress enough let's just start by going into the word in John 4 24 God is a spirit Jesus Christ declared and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth Beloved, isn't this interesting that we have such controversy over Holy Spirit, over the spiritual realm, when we overlook the fact that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the truth, the way, the life, abundant life, clearly says who God is. But yet in our prideful mindset, we want to open up arguments, theology, research, whatever you want to call it, to argue the fact that Holy Spirit wants nothing more than to reside in each one of us. And I know you're listening to this podcast because for one, either you are filled in overflow with Holy Spirit and praise God, you just want to hear something that's encouraging, uplifting, because that's how Holy Spirit works through us. The Word of God, the text on the paper in the Bible is alive. However, that's only if you allow the one who makes void full of life, full of love, full of joy. The one who makes void full of God's work, of God's word. And that is Holy Spirit. However, if you're reading the Bible and trying to understand and trying to process everything in your brain, well, unfortunately, your soul has gone out of whack. Your soul now is the one in charge. Now, let me back up. Jesus Christ, our Lord, said, God is a spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Once again, we know who the truth is. We just said it. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is the truth, the way and the life, John 14, 6 says. Worship in spirit. I pause because I want you to meditate. Now, once again, 
Thank you, Jesus. We have so many Christians, so many non-Christians that are listening. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for moving on their hearts right now. Holy Spirit is part of the Godhead. Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity. That Jesus Christ baptizes in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So if you're a Christian and you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, however, you did not get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, don't be confused or misled or even condemned because this message is not to condemn you. This message is all about good news and what Jesus Christ paid for. The reason why Jesus Christ left was to send us the Helper, Holy Spirit. However, we live in such a society right now that even the church makes it weird. God is not weird. But unfortunately, many of his children are. We go based on learned behavior, what we notice somebody else do. And unfortunately, it spreads. Somebody gets hurt from someone so-called filled in the spirit. And it gets to the point where people just don't want anything to do with that. Yes, I know Holy Spirit. However, I'm just going to live my life the way I'm living because this is safe for me. Oh, those spirit-filled Christians, they're just a bunch of weirdos swinging from the rafters, handling snakes, speaking in crazy languages, running around, just acting stupid. Now forgive me for being so blunt, but this is what I hear. And truthfully, it's hard to argue. What hurts me is that based on your relationship with God, knowing your identity in Jesus Christ, and with the complete fear of God in your heart, knowing you want nothing more than to be overflowing in Holy Spirit, to be obedient to Holy Spirit and to live an abundant life, because that's the only way to live an abundant life, is being filled with Holy Spirit. In 
that divine relationship, because of that divine exchange that took place on the cross for you and I, we know God's love. We know the peace. We know the strength. God overflows us in such a way that we know this. We trust, we know of His goodness and mercy. We know. And when you live in such a way, you want nothing more than not only to continuously experience Holy Spirit, to continuously have that relationship with God, understanding who Jesus Christ is, But also you want to go and make disciples for Christ because that's what Holy Spirit does. Now notice the difference in what I just explained as far as a Holy Spirit filled Christian versus a very spiritual Christian that, I mean, let's just say it, is weird. So I'm not going to go off on a rabbit trail with that. I'm just going to talk mainly about being filled with Holy Spirit. We go back to knowing that we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in this body. So we know that there's been a divine exchange. So a quick review. We know our Heavenly Father because He gave us Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our Lord and our Savior, there was an exchange on the cross. That divine exchange was Jesus Christ took upon our sins, our iniquities. In perfection, Jesus Christ took it all. And we it took upon ourselves. When we died with Jesus that day, and when Holy Spirit rose us from the dead, we took upon the righteousness of Jesus Christ. So let's, once again, let's go back through this so that our minds are renewed, our hearts fall in love with God all over again, so that we can review this divine exchange. Our Father God sent Jesus Christ our Lord to live this perfect life on this world, to fulfill the law, to fulfill it. Nothing lacking, everything perfect. Jesus Christ is the only begotten of God our Father. Jesus Christ is the perfection of God. Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God, the offering to this world. God offered His only begotten to you, to myself, personally. You're listening to this right now and you're going, wow, God offered his sacrifice, his only begotten son to say, Jesus Christ is going to die for you. He fulfilled everything beyond perfection. Do you receive my offering to you? That's what God is saying. 
we, praise God, made that decision. Lord Jesus Christ, you are my Savior. I open my heart. You live in my heart, Lord Jesus Christ. You are in me and I am in you. Because you are the faith of God. That divine exchange was made, beloved. That Jesus took upon himself everything, everything that we deserved in our sinful nature before this exchange was made. Jesus took it upon himself on that cross. And by the grace of God, by his mercy, by Holy Spirit, there's an exchange. Jesus then, by the grace of God, gives us, deposits in us, Holy Spirit. So now we live a life with Holy Spirit. Oh, he is so wonderful. He's so beautiful. He's so amazing. He's a genius. He's ever so powerful. He loves us so much. He loves me so much. Holy Spirit's amazing because even before situations come in my life, even before circumstances, even before anything you could possibly think of, Holy Spirit's already there. That's how much He loves us. So once again, when we rose with Christ, there was another exchange made. We are no longer orphans. We are no longer our own. We are no longer with the Savior. However, the Savior is in heaven and we're just left alone. Hear the anointing behind this word. There was that divine exchange Jesus explained to us. So clearly, I must go so that my Father sends the Helper. Beloved, that exchange was made in that resurrection that took place and the same Spirit that rose our Savior, Jesus Christ from the dead, hallelujah, is inside of us. Thank you, Jesus. So the only way that I can communicate this effectively to you is just by speaking my testimony of my life. Because I can go, as you know, scripture upon scripture upon scripture of what God does, what Jesus Christ paid for, what He promises in the Word, what Holy Spirit is doing in our life. I can go through scripture, through scripture, through scripture. However, if this doesn't minister to you, I don't know what else to do. So praise God in surrendering my plan, Holy Spirit said, to just share with you what I, Joey Karangan, did. And hear my heart. You heard my confession. You heard what I had to say. There is no works involved, praise Jesus Christ. The works was formed on the cross through our faith. Our faith being Jesus Christ. He is faith alone. So right there on the cross, you see faith and works done. Works being Holy Spirit. So when I ask Jesus to be in my heart, 
when I was dying and I couldn't figure out what's going on, doctors couldn't help me, lived a, a life full of sin, full of shame, full of regret, full of anger, hatred, living a life like that for all, all my life, being born into it, being born into abuse, hatred, anger, just curse after curse after curse. It finally came to the point where for so many years I kept saying, oh, I'm sick and tired. I'm just sick and tired of this. I can't do it no more. I am sick and tired of doing this. I'll tell you, I'm sick and tired of drinking. I'm sick and tired of doing drugs. I'm sick and tired of not being able to be in a healthy relationship. I'm sick and tired of having a, an abused mentality, whether I'm the victim or I'm the one carrying out the abuse. I'm sick and tired of being angry, but what happens? The same cycle over and over and over again. But then listen, the flesh never gets tired. It never gets sick and tired. Oh, you may say, Brother Joey, well, I'm sick right now. I'm not speaking of that. Beloved, God will touch you when I command that Spirit of infirmity to leave in the name of Jesus Christ, my Lord. Hallelujah. What I'm saying is that when we say we're sick and tired of something, the truth of the matter is the flesh is never sick and tired. The spirit is the one crying out. Why is the spirit crying out? Remember, I'm going to keep repeating this. I am a spirit. I have a soul and I live in this body. You may not know Jesus Christ listening to my voice right now. You say it because you know it. I am a spirit. I have a soul. And I live in this body. What's the difference between someone who does not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior versus someone like me? This is the difference. My spirit belongs to my Father because Jesus Christ paid for me. That divine exchange was made and my identity is in the righteousness of what God put on me by the blood of Jesus Christ. I clothe myself with Jesus Christ. The person who does not know Jesus Christ is a spirit. We know that this world consists of many many evil spirits however we learned earlier when we opened up this podcast in John 4 24 Jesus Christ said God is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth praise Jesus so when we know this if you're not saved listening to this podcast Right now, just say, Jesus Christ, you are my Lord and my Savior. I want you in my heart. You live in my heart, Lord Jesus. I belong to you. I am sealed eternally because there's this divine exchange made. Holy Spirit, you moved in. Now you're in charge. Glory to God. So when I asked Jesus Christ into my heart, I knew 
I knew with every fiber of me, not putting any thought, not trying to understand anything. I'm telling you my testimony now. When I asked Jesus Christ into my heart, Jesus Christ, you are my Lord and my Savior. I am the type of guy I don't play around. I don't mess around. When I do things, I do things to the fullest. When I live for the world, I live for the world. When I was gangbanging, I gangbang like no other. When I was dealing drugs, I dealt drugs like no other. Why am I telling you this? Why am I confessing this to you? I'm saying I don't do things halfway. I never did. All in. So even before receiving Jesus Christ, I knew. I knew that I have to be all in. No reservations. Completely dying. Completely throwing myself at the feet of Jesus Christ. And just confessing. I cannot do this anymore. Forgive me of my sins. You are my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. A divine exchange was made. Uncontrollably, uncontrollably, my emotions broke. My hardness broke. I had to let go. Yes, there was an opportunity, a split-second opportunity for me to hold on. There was an opportunity for me to open my eyes, to look around, if anybody's watching, because I'm a man. I've been through some stuff. I don't need people to see me cry. But in my personal relationship with God, being all in, there's that word, I'm being all in, I'm not going to hold anything back. And when my wife and I just confess, Jesus Christ, you are the Lord of our lives. You are the Lord over our home, over our marriage. You are the Lord. No, we didn't say this like I'm telling you right now. But our heart, through crying, through sobbing, through groaning, that's praying in tongues. See, many Christians are just so weird now. They think that they have to have this manifested language, and now they're all hung up on that rather than being filled with Holy Spirit. They're so hung up chasing other things now. So the enemy has you chasing these things because either A, you learned it from somebody else, B, your expectation of it was not what you imagined, or C, you're just chasing something because you think that is authentic and real when the entire time Holy Spirit is inside you saying, let me go, surrender, be all in. Stop trying to figure this out. And that's how I'm encouraging you right now. If you notice, I'm not throwing a bunch of scripture. Yes, there will be another podcast where you can listen to all the encouraging scriptures from the word. But beloved, if you're just reading the Bible to be reading something with no Holy Spirit, just go read a magazine. Do yourself a favor. Just go read a self-help book or something. 
because obviously you don't want to let go of that. Holy Spirit is such a gentleman. Hear my heart. He is the sweetest, most loving, most encouraging. He is God. He is everything to me in my life. I cannot encourage you enough that Holy Spirit will sit down if you want Him to, so you do what you want in your will. But this is how I can encourage you. Holy Spirit is always willing, is always ready, is so excited to fellowship with you, to take over, and to lead you and guide you into everything good and perfect from our Heavenly Father, so that you may live an abundant life full of the power of God. That whatever's void in your life, Holy Spirit's going to fill it. That's what God did. I was sick and tired. Once again, the flesh doesn't get sick and tired. But my spirit was. And when I confessed Jesus Christ into my heart, I knew that the Spirit of God moved in. So what happened at that very instant? Divine exchange. That divine exchange on the cross, the divine exchange in the Holy Spirit. Right? When Holy Spirit moves in. That divine exchange. The Helper. Glory to God. The helper now is in charge. The helper is the one driving. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Now we go back to, I am a spirit. I have a soul and I live in this body. Now here comes the defining moments. Will you submit completely to Holy Spirit? You say, Joey, how can I be submitted to Holy Spirit? Joey, I don't even know if I have Holy Spirit. Well, stop listening, rewind this thing, and play it again. Until you get it. Because everything that we're discussing right now is what happened already to you and in you in the divine exchange of Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. You already have it. The reason why I say so boldly to you is to stop listening, rewind, and play again is because you're processing it right now in your brain. So right now your soul, remember, we're three-part being. Yes, we serve the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Glory to God, we got that. Seal. I am a spirit, I have a soul, and I live in this body. Your soul, right now with your mind, with your conscience, is trying to be the one in charge and trying to figure this out. That's exactly what's happening. A choice needs to be made now. The choice is, Father, I hold captive on these thoughts. I submit them unto you, Holy Spirit. You are in charge of my thoughts. Change my heart so that I'm everything you want me to be, Father God. 
Holy Spirit, have your way with me. You are my only teacher. I hear you. I listen to you. I will not move until you tell me to. In Jesus' name. Glory be to God. What happens? Those thoughts, as you hold them captive, as you renew your mind in that divine exchange on the cross, remember, we are the beloved of God. We are the righteousness of God. Because Jesus Christ took upon our sinful nature. Jesus Christ took upon His body. Our old self. So if our old self died with Him when Jesus Christ laid down His Spirit, we died. We now have the resurrected life in the Spirit of God. Holy Spirit is in charge of us right now. But see how the soul wants to steal this from you. See how the soul wants to be in charge of the body and also put the spirit under so that we will run around with our emotions in a mess. We will run around just trying to overthink everything. Now hear me out. When Holy Spirit is in charge and your spirit man is in tune with Holy Spirit and you are overflowing in Holy Spirit, that overflowing manifestation of Holy Spirit within you, within your body, within your brain, within your soul, within your emotions, you start producing the fruits of Holy Spirit. Glory to God. So let us not complicate this. I am a spirit. I have a soul. I live in this body. Renew your mind, Romans 12, 2 says. Renew your mind in that divine exchange. Fall in love with Jesus Christ all over again, knowing your identity in Christ. Knowing your standing with our Heavenly Father. And allowing Holy Spirit to manifest Himself in His temple. Amen. Being filled with Holy Spirit is an abundant life. No words can explain it. By the grace of God, our ministry, our church, is filled with beloved children of God, filled with Holy Spirit. And I can't stress enough, there's nothing like it. The fellowship we share in God, obviously, is just so wonderful. To not only hear, but see Holy Spirit move through us, like the wind. And I'm so thankful because we know God in such a way Holy Spirit is our only teacher. When we come together, it's not so much pride, head knowledge of scriptures, even of revelation, or this or that. It's worshiping Him in spirit and in truth of His goodness and His mercy, of knowing the Father that He is good. And He loves us. Knowing the divine exchange 
in our identity, in what Christ paid for. And knowing how much he loves us, that he never left us, he helps us every day, he helps us every moment, goes before us, goes into the future, and prepares the way, even goes into the past, and heals you. Holy Spirit will take away things you don't want anymore. Beloved, God is willing and able and ready to do this for you. He's in your heart just waiting for you to completely submit. For you to say it out loud. Holy Spirit, fill me. Holy Spirit, forgive me. Holy Spirit, burn out things that are hurting you. Change my heart. Oh, I plead the blood of Jesus Christ. I know. I know, Lord Jesus Christ, you are my Savior. I know that you died for me. Forgive me if I ever lived my life thinking that I wasn't worthy. Forgive me of my thoughts thinking that I'm a sinner. When I'm not, I am righteousness. Because we made that divine exchange on the cross that day. Because I died with you that day. Holy Spirit, thank you for helping me. You are my God. And Father God, I never want to limit you. Forgive me of pushing my will on you. I surrender my will. I surrender my thoughts. I surrender my soul, my body. I am one in your spirit, Father. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are in charge. Fill me, Father. Overflow. Oh, I thank you so much for your love, Father. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you so, so, so much, Father. Jesus Christ, you are my Lord and my Savior. Thank you so much, Father God. Holy Spirit, I am yours. Amen.